token gesture, the AFC Champions League spot is how you can look at it. But uh, AFF has backed ISL as the top league in India. Meanwhile, on the field, like this podcast, the results don't seem to matter, just the performance. To help me unravel all these conundrums uh, and know what is the, at the heart of this problem, Mihir Vasavada is here with me from Ahmedabad, where he is covering the Intercontinental Cup. Mihir? Hi, Sandeep. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are things? How are you? Ah, World Cup is over. Uh, Wimbledon is over. Uh, finally, taking Massive a day off after. Yeah, yeah, I was working for like 10 days or something straight. So, wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. How about you? For the last 10 days. So, so not complaining sorry? at all. I was away from office for the last 10 days. So, I'm not complaining at all. Some people are just lucky, aren't they? Yeah, all I mean, I just hope I haven't used all my luck for the year. No, no, I'm still, I'm sure you have uh, a lot more going forward. But uh, it's it good to be back in Ahmedabad. It's where you're from. You have roots there, don't you? Yeah, it's it's where half of my family lives. And this crazy for the first time in uh, in 10, 12 years, I've come here for work. Uh, it's crazy. And I mean, it's just nice. I mean, I, I never thought there would be a football tournament in Ahmedabad because frankly, Ahmedabad doesn't have a football culture at all. Uh, what two matches here? The two India matches. I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised with the number of people who have turned up, especially for the previous match. Uh, uh, I mean, nine thousand odd people turning up to watch a football match in Ahmedabad. I've, I've never thought it would be possible. Yes, uh, I, I mean, I, even I've been quite surprised by the number of people on the stands, but uh, even more so, or perhaps not that much, I guess. Sorry. And- uh, so, no, I got, my dad called me in between, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why he keeps doing that. <laughs> He's been doing missed calls for a long time. Yeah, must be some urgent work then, man. No, no. He, okay. does, he butt dials me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll cut this part out. <laughs> yeah. It'll be funny if this goes on air, though. <laughs> I can keep it on air also. Yeah, I guess I'll keep it on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, coming back to the results on the field, performances on the field. Uh, are you actually surprised? Because uh, a lot of the teams that may be lower in ranking, but obviously much better in football. Uh, not surprised as such. I mean, I'm I'm still willing to give uh, Igor Stimash uh, the benefit of doubt. I mean, he's still understanding players. I mean, if if uh, I mean if this was a relationship, then it was it is still the getting to know you phase. Uh, you know, he's he's not had the chance to look at the players at all before he came here. So, uh, and he he admitted it in as many words after the North Korea match that. You know, uh, he is purely using these matches to get to know the players. Uh, in the two matches at King's Cup and the two matches uh, year so far, he has used 27 different players. So that says a lot. He's also benched players like Sunil Chetri, Ankurpreet, uh, even Udanta, uh, which in normal course, I don't think he will once the serious stuff begins with the World Cup and Asian Cup qualifiers. So this is still a very much experimental phase for him. And it's the same for all of the teams uh, over here. 
I mean, except for Tajikistan, I don't think any other any other team is taking this tournament seriously as such. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the performance aspect? Because uh, obviously he is trying to move uh, India onto a different direction with the passing game and uh, bringing the ball out from the back and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I th- I don't I'm not I'm not a big uh, fan of this debate of you know the style and all that India should play. I mean. Uh, I mean, it's not that our players are supremely talented to to play the passing game or, and stuff like that. So right now, I don't think it's about the style as such, uh, as much as you know, getting to know the players. So at least from what I understand, uh, say for the, for example, the North Korea match, he played uh, Manveer on the right flank. Uh, he had Subhashish playing as a makeshift centre back. He had Joby playing alongside Sunil. Uh, there were all these uh, small small things that he tried, and. One of the things he said that he knows whom to count on and whom to not, whom we should whom count on. So I think what's very clear is that Manveer on the flanks won't work. Uh, similarly, you know, if if he doesn't have Subhashish or Adil, uh, sorry, he doesn't have Sandesh or Adil Khan as centre backs, there is a big hole there. So whether Subhashish is the right man to fill that or Rahul Bekhe is, that is another conundrum that he faces. Uh, he used Brandon on the left, and for most part of the North Korea match, Brandon was not utilized at all. India tried to play a long ball towards Manveer and tried to get something out of it, and it failed on all occasions. Uh, so, so these are the things he tried, and he failed particularly at that. And I think he's realized that. I, do, I think he's realized that it won't work. These combinations yeah. won't work. Yeah, I think uh, he alluded to that much in the post-match press conference. Uh, but like you said, when you are trying to play a different uh, style like this, and I agree with you in the debate uh, that Indian players maybe are not skillful enough to get that at, to a very high level. Maybe they can play a little bit here and there. Uh, what And one of the things I wanted to ask you is, I am very intrigued with the midfield three. While uh, I do understand, realize that they are probably the best, the two of them, Tapa and Sahala, probably one of the better ones in terms of right. ball technique. Do you feel like they're lacking someone, uh, an anchor? Uh, Amarjit seems he's good, but he's very young. Amarjit is extremely young. I'm, I'm, uh, for that role, I'm, I'm really looking forward to see how Anirudh Thapa uh, develops. I mean, we discussed this in our last podcast as well, I guess, uh, yeah. about about Anirudh Thapa. And uh, uh, if you if you see the second half against against North Korea, India were a different side, totally different side, and. Uh, that's, I think, the best combination that uh, Srimash can have, you know, with Udanta on the right, Anirudh Thapa in the center, uh, Sahal uh, somewhere around, uh, somewhere between the two of them. Uh, I mean, it brings a lot of pace, a lot of energy and creativity. Uh, I think that was one of the striking aspects from our Asian Cup campaign as well, uh, where the two halves, basically, that we played against Thailand and UAE. Uh, it was the pace that really caught everyone by surprise and it was it was similar against in the, again in the king's cup against thailand uh, so i think stimash has to look at that i mean you know you can talk about the build up from the back and stuff like that but he needs to figure out a way where he can exploit the pace that udanta brings on the wings i mean brandon again is extremely good and extremely quick again so that's a good option that the, uh, india has uh, and anirudh were controlling things in the center 
along with say sahal chetri and i i'm 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 looking forward to see how joby justin plays because i don't think this will be the last time uh, he'll see that although we can say that about manveer i don't know how patient everyone will be with manveer anymore yes uh, and in terms of goal scoring sunil just about seeing he seems to be doing all the work is nobody really to take the share from share of load from him although we are admittedly missing uh, jj and kaplavan but i think jj is past he's he's past his prime isn't he what do you think i mean uh, he's anyway what he was struggling the entire last season and uh, now he support this oh, i mean an injury that looks really serious uh, how he returns is something i don't know I'm, i'll be i'll be concerned if india are banking on jj to be the number two striker uh, it has to be i mean uh, ashik perhaps uh, i don't know how is how good his finishing skills are against quality teams but again that's something we asked uh, igor uh, after the north korea match and he he's still i mean pretty much clueless so he doesn't have an answer about uh, for this as well yeah jj i don't know like i said in the last maybe one one and a half years he hasn't really done a lot and even in his prime he his whole thing was to finish right at the last minute and yeah once you stop arriving there you're just a liability for the team because you're not doing what you're good at exactly i hasn't done it in a while so um, i i don't know there are few indian players who i feel are living on past reputation uh, he may be one of them but uh, let's let's hope that he can others? sorry who the others be you said you feel there are some indian players i i'd put you on the thing uh-huh. and then <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, in my personal view, uh, bringing back Anas, as much as I like him as a player and as a person, mm-hmm. that is like a step in the wrong direction because again he's been injured for a long time. I haven't seen anything spectacular from him in the last two years. Maybe he had his best days during the time when we were trying to qualify for the Asian Cup, or just right. after that time. Since then, it's not been the same. Even uh, Sandeesh, maybe to not to that extent. but uh, mm-hmm. maybe he also has this ability to lose his uh, concentration and stuff like that which is little erratic because he i he does this uh, hollywood defense or so to speak mm-hmm. where you do yeah. the last minute block and the last minute slide yeah. or header yeah. but it's because you're making up for a mistake that uh, or mistake exactly. you did before yeah. so these are couple of things but then you look at it you don't really know who's there to replace them because pk when he came in has not had the greatest of uh, matches but we know his quality so maybe in time he'll be there but the other center center defensive partner uh, i'm not really sure what, what, do you know do you see anybody uh can't think of anyone my only hope is that uh, you know this is still off season for us over here so a lot of players are still rusty in that sense so, although they've been in the national camp for a long time but it's different when you're training 24/7 i mean throughout the season with your club you're still a little sharper so uh, i'm 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 looking forward to see once the players return to their clubs once they once they're playing every week whether there is uh, there is an improve in the sharpness collectively right now uh, it looks a little bland but again uh, it's it's something that you know uh, everyone's understanding how to operate under the new coach and it's not easy especially for for players uh, for our players uh, 
I mean, who's who's quite frankly, uh, football IQ is in that level. So, so you're not say, for example, uh, a Japan or a South Korea who will adapt under a new coach immediately. Uh, it'll take some time. Uh, whether Stimash has enough time with him, we don't know because there's just one more match and then we'll be into the qualifiers. So, I mean, the draw is uh, on on seventeenth. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll be hoping to get a favorable draw so that at least there will be a couple of decent matches. I'll not say easy because none of those matches are ever easy. But some yeah. of, I mean, at least a couple of decent opponents and he'll he'll have some room to play with. Yes, uh, let's hope they can. And considering our off-season is longer than the season, <laughs> it makes sense that players are a little bit trusty now. And uh, now let's move on to the season. Because uh, it's like a good segue here. ISL yeah. uh, is now de facto first division pending AFC approval. Because the AFC Champions League spot has been given to them, so to speak. Uh, or it's in yeah. the works of being given to them. So, uh, what do you make of this? I mean, again, expected. But uh, what do you think? Again, expected. Again, I'll go back to the whole thing. It doesn't make any difference uh, technically. Who gets the Champions League slot? Who, is, who gets the AFC Cup slot? Uh, yeah. Again, what what matters is the manner in which all this is happening. Uh, like I said, I'm not sympathetic towards I-League clubs. I have got no sides in this. Uh, but whether AIFF is doing the right thing by virtually handing over the entire control of the league to a third party, uh, that is the question here. Whether that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I heard, read something about how the Australian Federation is also doing something similar. And it seems really? like, Was it? Uh, yeah, something about a uh, third party running the league or some, something to that effect uh, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know what exactly is happening there. I don't go into great details because we have mm-hmm. our own problems. So, uh, what do you think of the uh, broadcasting issue that's go- that is going to come into picture at some point? Because that's a sustenance issue for the IDP. Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, there's we still haven't got uh, enough details to actually comment on it yet. Uh, whether I mean, we still don't know when the season will start. So I mean, we don't know what the calendar will look like. Uh, whether Star Sports is going to broadcast all I League matches, or there will be some I League matches broadcast, like it was last season. Uh, I I'll be very surprised if they broadcast all I-League matches and whether I, all I-League matches will be played in the evening, prime time hours, weekend and all those things. I mean, uh, there are. it's not a broadcast problem, it's an infrastructural problem. You know, if you want I-League matches to be played every weekend, simultaneously with the ISL matches, you don't have enough grounds. Even if you have grounds, not necessarily they'll have uh, floodlights to play it, uh, play it every evening. Uh, these are all practical issues. These are all genuine issues. Which again, it's not uh, entirely AIFF's fault. It's also these clubs who are to be blamed for it because they haven't done much about it. Uh, so it's it's the broadcast thing again. It's not a very very broadcast related issue. All these issues are interlinked, and uh, it's it's a wider infrastructural problem that we'll be looking at. Yes, uh, I guess the wider issue is FSDL is in charge of uh, all broadcasts from the AFF side, I guess. Uh, and I yeah, heard through I mean, the grapevine. 
I heard through the great point, and I'm not completely sure how much of this is true. That uh, the ID did try to go into another channel, like uh, I think D Sports, or, or they were trying to get into D Sports to show. And uh, I think they had some uh, problems with FSDL. I, again, I'm not very sure about uh, the details in this. So it's just some rumor going on. Uh, again, yeah. I mean, again, the contract really says that. uh anything any such decision will have to go through img reliance uh or fsdl in this case so i'll i'll not be surprised if fsdl vetoes these kind of moves uh, but it all goes back to the contract that uh, aiff has signed i mean technically img are uh, are they're not doing anything wrong they're not doing anything illegal they're just uh, going by the contract which uh, which is signed by the aiff and we can we can t- go on and on about this but i really can't believe uh, what what a- what led aiff to to signing that contract and those terms because they virtually handed everything related to the national league to a third party which is again i'll repeat it's a bigger issue yeah i know i mean i completely agree with you that contract is just ironclad and uh, quite demanding yeah. in a sense Yeah, I mean everything that everything that I League clubs will try to do in terms of uh, promoting the league, they'll need FSDL's permission. Be it finding new sponsors or new broadcast partners or whoever. And frankly, it's not going to happen. I mean, it doesn't make any sense for FSDL to allow I League on another channel when uh, one of the stakeholders in the FSDL is is the ISL broadcast partners. Yeah. Uh... but and i heard i read something that uh, you tweeted a couple of days ago and i also gotten involved in this uh, it's a bit of fun and games uh, at the end of the day about uh, the tweeting done by the anchors of isl or the kind <laughs> of stories that have been coming in gold.com specifically uh, about the impact that they have made in whatever they said in in uh, in the true fact of what they are said in those words are correct but not in the context so i saw you make a few funny tweets about uh, paul maysfield i also have done it previously uh, what do you think of that kind of uh, social media trumpian style of uh, branding or <laughs> what are they doing right <laughs> i mean uh, again that's i i wouldn't blame i i i get what img reliance are trying to do you know it's been a lot of negative pr for them over the last few months uh, last 12 months uh, uh, to be honest and they have to react and it's 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 a dumb way to do it i mean there's no other way to put it uh, you can't have at least at least show that you're making an effort at least bring in some creativity you can't have all your commentators experts making the same kind of statements on the same kind of day uh, on on the same day uh, and expect no one will notice i mean i don't know what they're trying to achieve by that no one's disputing the quality of isl uh, i think they they are getting the entire argument wrong no one is i don't think anyone has anything against isl it's a, it's a great product uh, you have your national team players playing there you have got really good foreigners playing there it's improved uh, the the level of professionalism in indian football the leagues especially so no one has anything against the isl it is the manner in which the entire thing is been done that's the problem and no one's talking about that 
from AIFF or IMG's end. Uh, I mean, Paul Maysfield, well, uh, we've all seen him present football to Indians uh, for a very long time from Premier League days. So his word is taken seriously in Indian in football. He might not have many Twitter followers, uh, but that's a different thing. I mean, he needs to understand that when he says something, the football fraternity in India takes it very seriously. So at least he shouldn't be misrepresenting things. That's the only point I was I was hoping to make over there. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, at the way the world is going, social media is a very big part of people's life. And uh, it's easy yeah. to get carried away. With, yeah, absolutely. It's easy to get carried away with saying this and that and becoming a... a I mean, again, like you said, I don't even, I don't have a problem with all of these things, but there are a lot of people who don't know the actual facts. When you say when ISL came and this many more players got, uh, uh, you know, contracts, professional contracts, it's because of the number of players that are needed to funnel two teams, yeah. two leagues. It's not because I, you si- ISL signed 300 players. Extra. Exactly. And, and can, can you think of any player... Uh, who has made it to the national team solely because of ISL? Sahal? But he's still young. Sahal, maybe? Sahal is young, but again, his formative years, ISL wasn't around. Oh, in that place? No, no, no chance. Because most of these guys have come from other places. Exactly. So we haven't reached a stage where we can credit ISL for national team performances. None of these players are, are developed by ISL teams or groomed by ISL teams. Uh, so that that argument I I wouldn't buy at all. Yeah, neither would I. Some of them you have, may have given a platform like Andrew Thapa again. You may have I mean, given a platform. Even Sahal, like you mentioned, yeah, they they've been given a platform, but they have yeah. not been created by ISL. Neither have they been created by I League, so to say, uh, Sahal or but but at least uh, for most of these players, like Chetri wouldn't have been Chetri if it wasn't for I League. Similarly, uh, I mean, you know, you can Zanta. you can talk. About Danta, there are so many other players, so, you know. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, to connect uh, in national team rankings, we all know how national team rankings improved. So they shouldn't be saying that it is performance related. Yeah, and also you saw what happened when you play lower ranked team who are not really playing that many matches. Maybe that's why they are where they are. They yeah. Are, yeah. So what is in store for the next week, man? Uh, I'll be I'll be doing the Syria match tomorrow and then I'll be back in Delhi. And yeah. I don't know. Hopefully hopefully we'll get a good draw. I'm really looking forward to the draw for the joint qualifiers. Yeah. Uh, what's your best bet over there? Uh, you know, it's a tough call. And uh, since we, we know we'll get one team from Pot A, I'm just hoping that it's a very, very good team. Because that is a game that we are not going to win anyway. So, yeah. might as well enjoy, I hope, for uh, Japan, South Korea. Purely I'm, selfishly. Because yeah, I want I'm to see them play. I, I'm hoping for South Korea. I want to see Son play. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I want. And I yeah. hope they play in Bangalore so that I can watch them also. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope watching... I just yes, hope they, they bring him to India. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because... I remember watching India play against Oman and Iran. And yeah. we were we were outplayed, for sure. But there was something about the way... They, I mean, Ali Al-Habsi, we had a chance to talk to Ali Al-Habsi and all those kind of things. And just to see Sardar Asman play in, in real life, 
who's one of the yeah. better asian players uh, jahan baksha whoever it's just nice no because that is a game we are not going to win so might as well enjoy the best team exactly and and at least i mean it it it'll show us uh, where we stand against these teams i want to see how sandesh defend uh, depends against uh, sun i want to see how you know chetri if he if he can score pass score pass the korean or a japanese defense i'm mm. i'm really really keen to see all those things absolutely and, and it, we almost nicked it india almost nicked it against oman as a draw oh yeah yeah robin singh was offside that was a crazy match yeah it was a good match right the ambience was great the performance was good chetri scored a worldy So, uh, yeah, but but I really I I, I don't uh, know if your Bangalore wish would come true though. I don't think. Ah, I know. I doubt it. I doubt it. So I'll try uh, to make it. Yeah. I mean, Bangalore was ideal for me because otherwise I have to travel from. <laughs> I mean, yeah. going by the ten thousand people who are coming to Ahmedabad, I won't be surprised if this is the new national team home. Hey yeah, man, they've got a very good <laughs> training ground. They've got a very good training ground. To be honest, it's it's a little far from the city, uh, yeah. but that's where uh, the Bangalore FC soccer school year is based. Mm. uh it's a it's a excellent training facility uh and not it's just half an hour away half an hour 40 minutes away from the main stadium that's the problem uh but the main stadium it's not it's not that bad it's not an ideal football stadium i wouldn't say it's it's the best football stadium we have but it's closer to the action uh you know the stands are open and it it makes for a good atmosphere so i wouldn't be surprised if this is made into a national team base it's better than bombay for sure I mean, I think you're right in that there are some issues with the stadium uh, in Bangalore, some cases yeah. and all going on in terms of athletics and uh, football federation. Not football federation, but athletics people having some issue with uh, football being played there. So I doubt, like you said, it will come here. Uh, but let's see where we are. When if you get the chance to watch on, I think we should take it. Huh? That's so. true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in my eyes, he's probably the best uh, Asian player who's played and made it in Europe. And right, my, yeah. yeah, I can't I, think. I used to be a big fan of Nakamura. Oh, uh, again, I, I mean, yeah, but but what Son has done? Uh, yeah, I absolutely. Think, I can't think of any other Asian player who's done that. No, absolutely, you're right. The numbers, the performance, the clubs that he's played for, and the consistency, and and also, I mean, he's had crazy impact on the national team as well. So mm. it just ticks every boxes. I mean, how many people did you really want to win a football tournament so that he didn't have to do military service? <laughs> <laughs> that was we cared for it, like <laughs> yeah, we cared for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. imagine that's your incentive to escape military service. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you managed to maybe, do it. Maybe we should have something like that in India. Maybe all of these guys will start playing really, really nicely week in week out. <laughs> do we really need more uh, soldiers? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. We'll need. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, we are just about done with the show. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mihir. Thanks a lot. Not a problem. It's pleasure again. Okay. So I maybe I'll get in touch with you next week once you're back, uh, and we can talk about the draw and whatever else is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Yes. Oh. Okay. So uh, you have fun. I'll keep reading. If people are not checking out his stories, please do check out in Indian Express. Uh, I was reading your football match report the other day, uh, where Stimac's quote stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. pretty. Crappy. Very. That was yeah. That was a very interesting copy. So, 
people please do check out what mehesh uh, is doing in ahmedabad few more stories are coming your way thanks for the shout out man <laughs> of course and uh, so any everyone please just keep listening to us in whatever podcast platform that you like and do keep following us on twitter and instagram it's injury time imd uh, and thanks once again mehir thanks man it's it's always good to be here and uh, thank you listeners and enjoy the game